This program contains subject matter and language that may be disturbing to some viewers. Your discretion is advised. Savaged Unfiltered. Your host, Michael Gardner. There is much that is not known about what has happened. We understand that there has been a plane crash on the uh, southern tip of Manhattan. You're looking at the uh, World Trade Center. We understand that a plane has crashed into the World Trade Center. We don't know anything more than that. The word of the day is steady. Until and unless we know the facts, it's very difficult to draw many conclusions. So you have no idea right, right oh, now? Oh, there's another one. Another plane just hit. <gasps> Right. Oh my God! Another plane has just hit. It hit another building. Flew right into the middle of it. Explosion. Oh, 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 oh. It would appear that there has been another major explosion. This one in the nation's capital. There is smoke in the air over the Pentagon. Oh my God. Uh, have you seen any indication that would tend to confirm these uh, reports which have been growing in intensity that a section of the World Trade Center uh, has collapsed onto the street below? Do you see any confirmation of that in that any direction? True, Dan. That's what we were all running from. We heard the building coming down, and that's what we were running from. What happened? What? The uh, building collapsed. Part of the building collapsed. Welcome, guys. I've obviously you've heard the um, this special video that we plugged in of the remembrance of 9/11 of the fallen uh, towers and the victims that literally had to experience that 21 years ago. Guys, it's been 21 years today uh, since the horrific uh, terrorist attack by cowardly people from the Middle East. That tried to not only take down our country, but tried to destroy our way of life, our constitutional republic, and our society. Very sad times, guys. Very sad times. Let's remember today, 
as Patriot Day. We will never forget what happened 21 years ago. Guys, on the panel today uh, is the return of Jimmy the Rant, as well as Joseph M. Leonard joining the show. How are you gentlemen doing today? Hey, what's up, Mike? Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, busy, busy, busy. Um, on my way to the city of brotherly love right now for a football game for youth oh. football. So we'll see how that uh, that pans out uh, throughout the day. So I'm actually driving, so it should be interesting. Yeah. Well, don't crash into anything. <laughs> and instead of just driving people crazy, you're actually literally driving today, huh? Just kidding, yeah. people. I'm just teasing them. But, yeah, today, but today I'm just driving. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, uh, 21 years, there are people, a whole generation, there are people who are just legally taking their first drink today. They were just born that day 21 years ago. It, it, it's sort of a weird way to put it into perspective, but I, I think that drives home the point about the time frame we're talking here. Yeah, it was uh, a long time ago. You know, I definitely uh, have my difference, uh, difference in opinion on, on, on who perpetrated the attack. But, you know, I guess uh, for the sake of the show, um, it's about honoring them, the people that we did lose. And, you know, unfortunately, if you're not, uh, if you're not awake right now, as it is, whatever I say really isn't going to change your mind. So, you know, I, I lived right across the water. Um, I remember where I was that day. I was in high school. And uh, I, when I went home, I looked out the window and seen the buildings on, you know, the smoke coming off the buildings and actually watched them fall down personally out the window of my house. So um, real crazy day 21 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was uh, a very sad day for myself as well. You know, um, I was uh, – I was actually in my first year of college and uh, was actually uh, studying at um, Manhattan Tech, uh, not too far from where the Savage Unfiltered. And, you know, living in the Lower East Side of Manhattan at the time, right on the corner, basically just about a canal and Broadway. Uh, Jimmy could probably uh, reference this very well. He still lives in the same area. But um, I could tell you just living in that area, not too far from where the Twin Towers were, just uh, possibly was about maybe eight, nine blocks away. Um, it sounded like like a war zone, pretty much. You know, the experience I experienced, I, I can remember like it was yesterday, uh, guys, where the entire building where I was living uh, literally was shaking like there was like like an aftershock, an earthquake in the city that day. And a lot of people can remember that that type of experience where uh, literally buildings all around us were shaking. Uh, we felt that tremor uh, type of uh, sound effect in the buildings. Um, I could tell you just the impact of when the building, the first building came down. Yeah, and it, it obviously affected 
everyone in some way. It affected you guys certainly a lot more being there. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it struck everybody. And it, it struck me a bit more than perhaps somebody in Iowa who's never been to New York, but me being from Michigan, because I was actually in New York in August of 2001 for a seminar uh, regarding certain software training. And you know the saying, there but for the grace of God go I. Had somebody wanted to take vacation that week or something, I could have landed up being there that day for that training instead. So it's, you know, there but for the grace of God go I. I like, wow. I mean. Yeah. What? I mean, I have, uh, I have, you know, personal accounts, people I've spoke to, you know, the day that it happened, obviously tons of people were kind of gathered up at the high school and surrounding schools because their parents worked in the city. There was people's parents who worked in these buildings that perished that day. Uh, a buddy of mine uh, used to work on the, I think he worked on the 50 something floor of like the North tower. And, you know, luckily for him, he got there a little late that day. So he did like audio visual stuff, got there a little bit late. He goes, oh, there's a fire, you know, a fire drill, whatever. I'm going to go up the block and, like, smoke a joint or whatever. And he went up there to, to go do his thing. As he's coming back, he goes, I think this is getting out of control. I think there's something, there's something not right about this, you know, because of everything that was going on. So he actually jumped on a ferry to get out of the city before everything got shut down. He actually seen the, the first or second building come down as he was on the ferry, you know, felt this – heart drop into his stomach and uh a lot of crazy stories like that i have a brother of my fraternity he lost uh you know i've been he, he posts every year he lost an uncle who was a firefighter so a lot of people in this area still affected deeply uh guy you know kid that uh that i know very well too in my town his uh aunt was the uh dust lady you ever see the dust lady photos yeah um so that was his aunt uh, she's from Bayonne, New Jersey, and, you know, she passed away. Um, uh, she actually, you know, she developed cancer. So there's a lot of people that we knew as well that were first responders. Um, I know a gentleman who was a first responder, and I think they they actually, uh, it, it, it actually ended, but they were giving them annual checkups. I think it actually ended in 2020. So they gave them like 19 years or maybe a little bit before that. Don't quote me if I'm wrong. I don't know exactly, but they're actually doing annual checkups to make sure that these people didn't uh, develop any type of cancer complications. Cause listen, the dust cloud to that thing was filled with um, oh, yeah. asbestos filled with all types of, of uh, materials that are known to cause um cancer complications emphysema copd so yeah very wild. yeah very very wild yeah i can remember that uh jimmy where uh literally joseph um you know uh people from as as far south as south jersey uh with jimmy referring to the funnel uh basically it was a cloud like a funnel cloud basically almost uh in, in its in its shape literally uh, you could see this cloud of smoke 
uh, stretching as far south as Point Pleasant and Seaside Heights, New Jersey, which is literally uh, getting into the uh, the points of South Jersey. Uh, literally, it stretched ac- uh, literally across the the eastern coast uh, between two states of New York and um, the uh, eastern coast of New Jersey. So, I mean, I, I when I I seen that actually, just you would see this Joseph for days upon days. It lasted for. Oh man, what was it, Jimmy? Like at least like like three weeks, right? Yeah, you you definitely seen the smoke. Uh, so you you were able to see it very clearly from Exchange Place in Jersey City. So you had it was like a clear view of that. Uh, you were able to see it from the Turnpike if you were driving into Hoboken, uh, anywhere you know between the exits. So the smoke cloud yeah. was there for probably about three weeks. The cleanup was years. You know, they, the World Trade Center, I don't, the, the actual path station didn't come back to life until they built the Oculus and like 2012, 2013. I might be, I'd have to look that up. I don't, I wasn't taking uh, that train at the time to the city. You know, I just remember. Yeah, it was, it was a long time. Yeah, it was a long time. Yeah. I want to get some of yeah, I want to get some of Joseph's responses. Uh, you know, you said you were uh, you you reside you weren't in Detroit at the time, right, Joseph? You you reside somewhere else? Oh no, no, no. Yeah, I, I was in Detroit on the day of nine eleven. I was just saying about being in New York the month before, and you know, had circumstances fallen a little differently, I I could have landed up being there. So. But I, I wanted to talk about like what Jimmy was saying about survivors and touch on the issue. We haven't lost them all to cancer and things like that. We've lost some of them to suicide, too, because survivor yeah. guilt is a form of PTSD. The why did I live when they all died and the stress of that and the depression that sets in and you know questioning life and purpose and uh, so i you know with my book being about terrorism and obviously 9-11 is the biggest chapter in the book because it's the most uh round shaking earth shattering event terrorist event that we've had to date hopefully they can't top that hopefully they don't come anywhere close again but yeah, you know that that's an important sub issue to deal with. The establishment protected itself, but not the citizens of our country. Their victories have not been your victories. Their trials have not been your trials. That all changes, starting right here and right now. From this day forward. A new vision will govern our land. It's going to be only America first. Buy American and hire America. No challenge can match the heart and fight and spirit of America. We will not fail. Our country will thrive and prosper again. We will reinforce old alliances and form new ones and unite the civilized world against radical Islamic terrorism, which we will eradicate completely from the face of the earth. 
we will be protected by the great men and women of our military and law enforcement. We will bring back our jobs. We will bring back our borders. We will bring back our wealth. And we will bring back our dreams. We will face challenges. We will confront hardships. But we will get the job done. Together, we will determine the course of America and the world for many, many years to come. This moment is your moment. It belongs to you. physical help a lot of them need mental help uh dealing with that the issues of survivor's guilt and of course uh, our soldiers fighting the war on terror dealing with their own version their ptsd and in the issue of 22 veterans a day take their own lives uh so I mean, it's much broader, of course, than 9-11. And I also wanted to throw out, while we're talking about 9-11 today, I, I also talk about 3-11 in Madrid and other events. So obviously our hearts go out to everyone involved or who have died or survived in any terrorist event. But today, obviously, being the somber remembrance of 9-11. I don't like to use the word anniversary. To me, anniversary is like a wedding anniversary, something happy, your birthday. Yeah, I like to use it, Joseph, I like to use the term uh, memorial, right? To, 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 to memorize and, or excuse me, memorialize uh, the people uh, that faced that horrific day, you know, 21 years ago. Uh, before I get Jimmy here back on here, um, I want to basically uh, plug something in, uh, a, a very uh, rare video um, that I've never shown anybody on social media, nor even on the platform here on the podcast. Uh, now, this video, folks, is uh, 21 years old. Um, it's a rare video taking off a very old cell phone that I you know, no longer have, but I just I kept it. I downloaded it uh, 21 years ago and put it on a flash drive. Uh, and I, I continue to hold this video. Uh, this video was never shown to Fox 5 of New York. It was never shown to any of the media companies. I, 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 the reason for that is because uh, I, I feel that it, this, is, this is very personal and, and very uh, – what I experience, folks, is it, it's very sad. Okay, and this, some of this video I'm about to show you. Uh, is going to be shown for the first time on uh, not only on social media but on this podcast platform. Uh, some, like I said, some of it's sad, uh, but some of it you could hear in the video uh, of my of myself screaming out uh, to a friend that I lost that was just uh, you know obviously a lot older than I was at the time, twenty two years old, uh, by the name of Jason Cascone. Okay. A little bit about this before I plug in the video, guys. A really good friend of mine. Um, I'm sorry, guys. I'm getting a little teary-eyed because it's it, it, it means a lot to me. Uh, finished his training on September 10, 2001. The next morning, his mother woke him and said that there was a fire at the World Trade Center. He remembers he transported to his first assignment with 50 other firefighters. There was this chaplain on the bus, and he was given absolution. 
to everyone. It's not about me, Jason said. It's about the people of New York. Guys, I'm sorry for getting a little teary-eyed, but you got to check this video out. I'm sorry, Jimmy. I'm sorry, Jason. It's uh, uh, Joseph. Excuse me. I, uh, I, uh, I, I'm sorry. It's just, it's a really, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, Joseph. The floor is yours, buddy. No, I, I fully understand, and I mean, it is clearly a lot more personal to and for you. But even myself, not knowing anyone personally, it for some reason. Something deep inside me suffered a severe loss, too. And like before the show today, I was I'm I still have on in the background while we're talking the Italian Grand Prix on DVR because if I were watching all the remembrances that are on today, like I normally do every year, I watch them. I want to be brought back to that time and that place. I I would be all broken up like you too. It 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 affects so many people at such a deep level for for whatever reason. And and I'm concerned as Rudy Giuliani just yesterday was saying, uh, he is concerned that we are quote in more danger unquote than we were even before 9-11. And, you know, I've issued press release the other day, terrorstrikes.info slash press releases, about the drone strike on al-Zawahiri. There's going to be retaliations, obviously, and we've seen that already with Salman Rushdie. So there's going to be increased localized attacks but like Rudy, I fear, can there be another 9-11, not exactly like 9-11, of course, but will there be another major terror strike? Because we certainly know they want to do that to us again. Yeah. Yeah, and... Uh... Uh, thank you for coming in, Joseph. I had to, uh, you know, again, folks, I'm sorry for getting emotional, but you know, that, that video, it's, it's still, it's still, uh, it still affects me, you know, to this day, 21 years, I, I lost my friend. I lost my best friend, you know, a, a firefighter uh, on the lower East side of Manhattan. Uh, like I said, was just finishing his training the day before this, this, this sad day had happened on September 10th. 
Um, yeah, it, it's again well, that coincidence, the, the life of order. And had he not completed it on the 10th, he probably wouldn't have been sent. Yes, but he paid the he paid the ultimate sacrifice not only for his city of New York City, Joseph, but the uh, but but for his family as well too, uh, yeah. because you you have to you know if, if folks if if you just watch that video uh, it, in this in this episode it, it's it's a very 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 sad uh, and an emotional video not only for myself uh, you know literally screaming out to him uh, don't go in the building. And, you know, I now understand 21 years why he went in that building. The, yeah. the, he, he had to, yeah. Sorry, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you. But it takes a very special kind of soul to be yeah. a first responder, to be so selfless, willing to sac your, sacrifice yourself for others. Well, you know, same true for a lot of the military too but i mean i mean like uh my cousin went into the military and she just became an air force secretary so i mean not all who serve in the military are putting their lives on the line but our leos our, our police our fire our emts even going into harm's way on a daily basis when they kiss their wife or their spouse, their kids, they don't know whether they're returning that day. And that takes a very special kind of soul. And I certainly hope there's a very elite uh, place reserved for them in heaven. I do, Sue. Uh, you know, Jimmy mentioned... Um... The key points here in the today's show, uh, Jimmy. You want to uh, recap on some of that, bud? Well, I think that if I, if I was going to add to it, I think I I meet I, I kind of approach this day a little bit different than maybe both of you guys. So uh, I approach it more with anger and frustration, um, and that's due to the fact that I honestly do not believe that you know the real perpetrators were ever caught. I, I do believe it was one of the biggest uh, false flag terror attacks on the country and that there, there's an inside job element to it. And I know that's not the popular narrative and I know that's not the narrative that, that is fed to people. And, and I really, I think some people get upset. I do not in any way want to shit on the memory of anyone's family members or, or the people who have lost. I'm just upset that about the fact that it did happen. I'm upset about many different things. Um, that took place that day, the 9-11 commission after. And, you know, there's a lot of things that, that happened after that day that also set the precedence for a, a lot of different things. We went to war right away. We were in a 20-year war, you know. And, again, not only did we lose people in the towers, but we lost all those people serving in the military as well for something that I believe was was partially set up um by certain elite families in the country involved in politics and 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 money um so i i i feel you know a tremendous type of way towards this day and and i do believe that you know and 
we want to keep their memory alive and we definitely want to we, we want the truth i'm you know again i'm yeah. a 911 truther been that way since 2001 um since the, since the day it happened i never believed the, the narrative and like i said i approach it with anger i approach it with frustration because i don't want these people to have died in vain i don't want them to yeah. have died for nothing you know um well you know i want to i want to make a quote yeah i want to make a quote here and um i think we lost uh, uh joseph but i i know there's some storms affecting here in um in florida as well with me and then Obviously, I, I see some storms being uh, coming through Detroit, so it might have been a, a power issue with him. So we, we sent another invite out to him. Hopefully he can come back into the show. Uh, but, you know, you, you, you mentioned one thing here. I want to make a quick quote um, uh, from the former mayor of New York City, uh, Rudy Giuliani, at his time. And I quote that we have met the worst of humanity with the best of humanity. Uh, I can recap on some of that. But, um, you know, uh, what's your insights on that, um, Jimmy? Well, I agree. I think the nation became strong. We were, we were strong for, for a short period of time after that. And then they rallied our boys up and sent them to war um, in the Middle East. And I think it was Bush's agenda to finish the war that his father started. I don't believe that we necessarily went to war uh, to honor the people who passed away in 9-11. I think they went there for their own agendas and they needed a catalyst to start that war. And I believe they sacrificed those people in those buildings. Um, you know, which is, I, I mean, think about it. Like, it's just, how could anyone, how can anyone sit there and and do something like that? How can an evil like that exist in a world where, where people were, you know, in my opinion, were sacrificed to be able to be a catalyst to start a war and yeah. to move forward. I mean, there was a lot of different anomalies that day, a lot of different anomalies in general. Um, I don't know, man. It's crazy. And, I, I, you know, again, yes, we we rallied behind, the, the, you know, the people in this country rallied behind each other. We went to war, sent us in a 20-year war. Uh, that went nowhere. We brought, you know, we pulled out of Afghanistan. It's the same condition it was when we left. Same thing with most of those other countries in the Middle East. So we didn't really accomplish anything there. And, you know, I hope the truth comes out one day or the truth that yeah. I believe in. You know, listen. It affects uh, so many people differently, Jimmy. You know, it affected me, big. you know, uh, very emotionally. Uh, like I, I see the same sentiment coming off of you, you know, with anger and frustration. Um, uh, to this day, I, I, I feel a lot of uh, different uh, emotions, Jimmy. I feel anger, I feel frustrated, and I, and I, and I feel emotional. You know, I lost a lot of friends uh, during that sad day. And I think, you know, especially today, 21 years later, we, we have to look at it as, uh, as a reminder of just, you know, what the hell we're becoming as a nation. You know what I mean? No, I absolutely agree. And I just think that I just want people to understand out there that people who 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 do believe who are 9-11 truthers, okay, people who don't believe in the mainstream narrative, they mean they are just as frustrated, they're just upset, and they want the truth because we want to know why. We want to know why 
we lost our family members that day, why we lost mothers, brothers, sisters, daughters. Why did we lose our first responders that day? We want to yeah. know exactly why. We want to know the truth. We want to know, you know, so much stuff going in. You know, you can have a whole special on that, and I know that that's not uh, where you want it to go, but, you know, to all the people who lost somebody, you know, I feel for you. You know, I I don't, I don't know what to say. Like I, I love this Rakuten app. Look at that. I open the app, find a store that I want to use, start buying, and gets me tons of cash back. I just got paid to shop. My favorite thing about Rakuten is just getting money back in the mail. I mean, I'll try my best to understand yeah. it. I'll try my you know, best to. I think it, yeah, hold on, but I don't mean to interrupt. But you know, I obviously, like again, I I do want to apologize for getting emotional over the show. I want to apologize to you, Jimmy, and um, you know Joseph and and everybody else that's tuning in. You know, it, like I said, guys, it's 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 going to affect different people different ways. I, one of the reasons why I decided to do this show, Jimmy, was. Uh, to show uh, the different angles of how it affects people in so many different ways. And, you know, I want to come out with another quote here. What literally, uh, you know, uh, another quote that, um, that was said by Mayor Giuliani, uh, that, you know, the attack was intended uh, to break our spirit. It has ultimately failed, and our hearts are broken, but they continue to be. And the spirit of our city has never been stronger. Um, I agree with that. I agree that it was intended to break our spirit. Um, and sadly, Jimmy, and I'm sure you could see this up, up in the tri-state area of New Jersey and New York and Philly, where people, you know, they're a lot different now than they were 21 years ago. You know, we were as one nation 21 years ago. We were more united than ever uh, after the Twin Towers fell. It strengthened our society. I mean, I don't know if you see that, but it, I thought it's it strengthened our society back then than it is now. Well, definitely, it, it you definitely, know, it created more patriotism. People were more patriotic. They were more mindful of living in one of the best countries in the world, and they really rallied behind the flag and behind the meaning of it. Uh, in the last twenty-one years, we've seen that decay into craziness the big cities are you know they're cesspools for violence cesspools for um very unpatriotic groups i mean if you compare this from 2001 after the after 9 11 happened and see the, the actual support that people have for the country and then you fast forward it to you know 2020 where people are marching down the street burning the flags and telling us you know uh, this country doesn't mean shit. Uh, yeah, it, it has changed. It has changed a lot. But I don't want to take away from the actual day today by talking about those things. I want to talk about, you know, like I said, and I know you got emotional, and it's okay, man. Those are, those are, that's what you're supposed to feel. You're supposed to feel like that. If you lost a loved one, you're supposed to be upset. If you lost a friend, you're supposed to be upset. And you know what? Like I said, we may have a difference of opinion on how the event happened, right? But you should feel all those emotions. You should be upset. You should want to direct that, you know. And if you're angry, you want to find, you know, dig a little bit more into it if you're angry. Research a little bit more. Yeah. You know, um, 
there's a it's just do so many crazy things with that day. But yeah, I yeah. will say that I will say that the country did come together. I remember Hudson County. Uh, well, Hudson County, we had a little bit of a weird thing. The day that the attack actually happened, believe it or not, there was people in the streets dancing in Journal Square in Jersey City, a part, a section of uh, Jersey City. There was a small section of people that were actually celebrating. That's proven. They were um, they were Arab, and I, I believe they were Muslim. Um, so there was a small section of people celebrating that. That got shut down quick. But after that, um, which is sick, it's crazy. Why would you celebrate that, right? But after that, yeah, you know, the, the the count like the the state really came together. There was people driving up now with flags. There was makeshift parades. Um, we you got to remember we were the triage area for a lot of people as well. People got shipped over the, on the shipped over on on ferries and. They landed in Hudson County. You know, we had to, you know, you had not only, not only did you have the first responders who lost their life, but you had the first responders too that, that had to deal with the after effects of that as well. They were also in mourning. They lost, they lost their brothers and sisters in arms that day. You know what I mean? Um, so there was a lot of people, there was a lot of guys that, that, that were on the job, police and firefighters who didn't perish that day, who felt some, you know, who felt that. They put themselves in that and in, in those people's shoes. They said that could have been me, and they had to deal with the after effects of that. And also, you know, a big thanks too to all the volunteers that came through. They were yeah. feeding people, feeding people, handing out coffee. The search and rescue efforts. Let's not forget those people too, man, because they put a lot of work in. They put a lot of time, and they really tried their best to um, to save as many people as they could. Um, yeah. Well, little ti little timeline here of uh, of just what, what what went down. Um, you know, a lot. Of, I always ask this to you know some some listeners and people I come across, especially on this day. You know, you know, it's it's going to get some response from different types of people on how they looked at it. Um, I can respect your view on this, Jimmy. You uh, still think it might have been an inside job? A lot of people uh, seem to think that. You know, um, uh, I I I would hope not to think like that. I mean, I would hope to think it wasn't like that, but you know, I, I do respect your, your view on it. And, uh, and I'm not going to say different, but you know, I, I, I can remember, you know, eight o'clock in the morning that day, you know, just, just literally uh, just waking up. And like I said, guys, I was, I was in my apartment at the time. I was uh, literally my first year of college and just waking up on the Lower East Side. I, I, I can remember, you know, it was a peaceful day. It really was uh, uh, very, you know, kind of mixed uh, type of weather day and uh, everything was normal. Uh, fast forward to about roughly about what was it? Um, uh, like 842 in the morning that day, um, Fox 5 had basically brought up a, um, a broadcast of possibly uh, a United Airlines flight that was hijacked. And after hearing that, I was like, what? Hijacked? I didn't really think of anything. I don't know about you, Jimmy, but I I, I thought like, uh, you know, maybe it's just some crazy lunatic. And, you know, that was an everyday thing usually, you know, or not everyday thing. But people that look at like somebody hijacking the plane as like a really serious thought. You know, because, yes, there are some type of lunatics in the country today, and they still are. But 
after hearing that, I was like, eh, you know. But then fast forward later, almost like 10, 20 minutes later, Fox 5 makes another announcement saying that, you know, American Airlines Flight 11 crashes into the North Tower. And I knew something was going on before they even aired it because you could hear this this loud, like, like kind of like a missile going over the city. And I heard that loud as like clear as day, excuse me, heard it clear as day. And after hearing that, I was like, something's going on. And as soon as it hit that damn building, like literally my entire apartment complex just 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 rattled. Where were you at that time, Jimmy? During the whole event, I mean, I was in high school that day. So, you know, teachers came in to kind of brief us, brief the students on what was going on. And they brought, you know, they had the old school TV that you roll in on the on the wheels. They rolled yeah. it in and they put the news on. And then they said, you know what? If you guys want to head out of here, if you guys want to bounce, leave. You know what I mean? Because we don't know what's going on. Most people left anyway. You know, they just cut cut class during, in between, you know, classes and just went home. And that's kind of what I did. And, you know, first thing you do, you put the, the news on. And I was speaking with my mother and I was just like, are we going to war? And she said, maybe. And I'm watching it and I'm looking out the window because I can see it out the window. But obviously you could, you got you got somebody who's on site right there on, on the news. So I'm watching that. So it was a it was a crazy day crazy week to come crazy months crazy 21 years after um and you know i just want to touch on that because you know i i i again i don't i don't say these things to try to there's no i'm not trying to offend anyone uh and i think people should know that uh but when you said i you know i i i that i still think that way well i still think that I mean, you have to understand, Mike, we, we literally do shows on, on your podcast about the pandemic, about the government lying about uh, vaccines and whatnot. So is it that crazy to believe that the government and I'm just I'm asking you as a per, as, as personally, right? Would it would it be yeah. so far fetched to believe that this was a inside false flag terror attack? Right. We also do shows on not being accurate that yeah, you know, I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy, if I may add, I, I mean I get what you're saying. And like I said, um uh, folks, I I'm lost for words. I really am. I'm gonna I'm gonna be this uh, host here for the first time saying this on my show. I'm lost the words. I, I still don't know what to believe 21 years later. Uh, you know, I want to believe, and, and Jimmy, listen, buddy, I, I really want to believe that it was an act of terror. Uh, but I, my mind also brings me back to what Jimmy's saying. I'm not just saying this just to say it. I'm being very sincere. I'm being very openly and honest on the show. Uh, you know, I also, my mindset also goes to like, what if, okay? We're, we're built as humans to think that, what if? Just what if? If it was a coup, part of the government, to create this with the Middle East, to bring us into war, uh, you know, to to create that oil type of, you know, uh, greedy since uh, just everything about oil and fuel, because that's what it, it uh, more or less it went to. 
we, we've seen that concept, right, Jimmy, go right into the oil thing with George W., right? Uh, George W. Bush made an announcement, uh, which I want to uh, plug into the show uh, of, of the famous uh, speech that he made uh, during 9-11, where he said uh, that this is an act of war, okay, that we will not let these terrorists take our country down. Now, after hearing that, there was a lot of speculation and a lot of you know accusations and everything else saying, what did George W. Bush mean? A great Check this video out, guys. By committing murder in its name. This military action is a part of our campaign against terrorism, another front in a war that has already been joined through diplomacy, intelligence, the freezing of financial assets, and the arrests of known terrorists by law enforcement agents in 38 countries. Given the nature and reach of our enemies, we will win this conflict by the patient accumulation of successes, by meeting a series of challenges with determination and will and purpose. Today we focus on Afghanistan, but the battle is broader. Now, so basic, oh, hey, how you doing, Soslin? Uh, you know, Soslin Yes, how you doing, pal? Oh, I'm doing hey, good. We just, hey, Jimmy, sorry about that. I just had to uh, walk a uh, family member home. Uh, their son passed away, so I was dealing with the family. And so I'm a hospice pastor, so that's what I had to take care of. Well, yeah. so, uh, sorry for the family, but uh, I just had to be at the bedside. So it was a, a somber moment for the family. And uh, No, it was good. Okay, so I just want to tell you, somebody also reached out to me and speaking this morning a, t- a timey nation okay reached out to me again this morning and he is scrutinizing and i've had a lot of controversy on my yeah. facebook post i don't know if you're i don't know if you've seen it jimmy or not but what do you think uh, uh, i did not i did not see it unfortunately i've been extremely busy uh why don't you elaborate on it yeah, Sas, hold that thought. Um, no, Sas, I want to give you the floor a little bit with that sentiment. Um, as as Soslin's just coming into the conversation, um, we had Joseph on the panel, and I, I wanted to allow the listeners to understand this here, and I'm giving open, honest uh, you know, sentiment on the show here. Uh, this is affecting Joseph very emotionally, okay? I just want to say that uh, one of the reasons why he's not with us right now is he had to depart uh, because he is very emotional. And like I said, guys, uh, I did say this earlier in the week, and Sas can vouch for me, that the show will be very sad and very personal on not only myself, but probably some of the hosts here and co-hosts on the show, as well the listeners. So one of the reasons why Joseph is not on the panel is he had to depart early uh, because he had said, uh, just we just received this just moments ago, that uh, it's just not a, a, a right time for Joseph to be on the show. So I have to respect that. Thank you very much, Joseph, for trying your best to be part of the show. And I, re- I respect that sentiment. Uh, but yes, uh, you know, back to your, 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 uh, your conversation that you're having, uh, Soslin. I'm going to get to that in a minute. I just plugged in a video with the, the former president, George W. Bush, giving that speech. We're on the part right now where... Jimmy and I are discussing that just what if this could have been not a act of war, but possibly a uh, a conspiracy into a conspiracy that actually could be true. 
uh, thinking that it could have been an inside job. A lot of people are pointing to that. I want to get into that in a minute, but I want to reflect something real quick with Sas about this this Tommy Nation guy because it has a lot to do with what we're talking about, Jimmy. Um, you know what we're facing now as a as a nation. You know with you know just rhetoric that should not be brought up. Sas and I had a show just yesterday, a very sad show yeah. honoring the late Queen Elizabeth II, and some of the nasty responses coming out of that. Oh, she was a woman that supported pillage, uh, pillagery, and 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 she possibly uh, colonized uh, half of Africa. This and that, and you know, like a lot of responses, TikTok responses saying "fuck the queen, fuck her now, fuck her then, fuck her forever." That is just a total respect. You know, if you want to disrespect somebody, hold your damn opinions to yourself, yes. especially on this week. Especially, so, especially when you have yeah. family over in England that are mourning the loss, and you have to have well, some sort of, sort of decency. Well, I hate to say it to you guys, but I do not agree with the monarchy of England either. So, I mean, I, listen, I respect if you want to celebrate a king or queen or whatever, but we gave that shit up in 1776, and <laughs> George George Washington had the – they wanted to make him king of, of – of America, and he said no. So I am not with kings or queens. Um, I'm I'm not a part of that. And it's I mean, I, listen, history is history. There's a lot of, uh, of bad parts to history, but you know, I have no. I don't believe in royal families and none of that stuff. So sorry, I'm I will have a big fan of that. I can care less about a queen of England. So I know I probably don't feed into what you guys are gonna say. But I had to say that because I don't necessarily agree with shit like that. I care about America, 100% American issues. Um, you know, the way that the British clown us with what's going on in our politics, I can care less about some kind of royal lineage. They, at the end of the day, they've done, they have done a lot of atrocities and they've, they've protected Prince Andrew for a long time. And obviously we know where, He's been hanging out. So what else uh, are they hiding over there? So we'll leave it at that then. We'll, yeah. we'll get back to the we'll get back to the topic here of uh, 9-11, Sauce. Uh, did you want to add anything in, into this uh, conversation, buddy? Yes, yes. So uh, first of all, I want my heart goes out to um, the families that have been affected uh, in 9-11, not only uh, in the Twin Towers, but the Pentagon, as well as the field in uh, in Pennsylvania, but we can't also forget the four members that were brutally murdered in Benghazi of uh, first of uh, the 11th of uh, September in 2012, and how that should have not been that should have been easily prevented, but it was not by the Hillary Clinton State Department. Uh, yeah. so my family goes out to those four individuals, and what happened to Jimmy? Uh, he's well. He's driving. Uh, he said he was going to have some issues or something. He, oh. he was actually driving to uh, to, to Philadelphia or so, so somewhere in Philly. So we might have lost him or something. But uh, you know, Sas, I again, I know this. A lot of people are going to kind of question me right now with this episode. You know, it 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 may be dark. It may be personal. But Sas, you know, you got to remember this day is looked at on a lot of different angles. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and it's a lot. We also have to look at it, whether if it was like an action inside job, which do I believe um, there's some speculations. 
you know, and I kind of, I am kind of on the fence on it. You know, if whether like this is one way of like continuing the war machine, I feel like that this was one way of continuing the war machine because we look at, well, we don't have any major wars and we look at what's been going on in Ukraine. So I'm starting to think that maybe it was. Um... I've got an idea for a Heinz ketchup commercial. I was at this super posh restaurant, super posh. The type of place that has chandeliers and paintings on the wall and way too many forks. Well, I think classical music was playing, but maybe it was jazz. No, definitely classical. The hostess walks up to me and she says, Mr. Sheeran, is this your first time dining with us? And I say, yep. The waiter comes over, he's telling me about the specials. Super fancy, fancy vegetables, fancy sauces. I said, sounds fancy. So, fast forward, and the food comes. The waiter goes on to tell me, We are proud to present this farm-to-table, blah, 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 posh and fancy, blah, 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 with a side of blah, blah, blah. You know, the food looked good. I just thought there was something missing. So I reach into my bag, and I take out the only thing that can complete me. And at that point, the whole world came to a stop. And the waiter was screaming through his eyes. So that's my idea. Do you want to do it? Savage Unfiltered. What's been going, really going on in our, the federal government and how they've been going against the American people from day one. So one way to cover it up is uh, to... To, to cause uh, dev, devastation within the country, attack within the country. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of what ifs, you know, a lot yeah. of what ifs. Um, for those who uh, that are listening, guys, um, again, uh, you know, we brought up the uh, the show, um, you know, with the, the remembrance of 9-11. Um, uh, it's affected me on a personal scale. Uh, again, I do apologize for getting emotional on the show in the beginning. Um, I showed truths, folks. I, I showed complete truth and uh, very, very uh, accurate emotions on this show earlier. Got a little emotional, got a little uh, heated. Uh, but, you know, folks, I'll, I'll never forget 9-11. I'll never forget 9-11 um, because, you know, Sauce is probably just hearing this for the first time. This is something that I've never said on the airwaves, on social media, on just anything in the general public. I lost a true friend, Sus. I lost a firefighter uh, that was up. That was a firefighter, 22 years old at the time, yeah. uh, that paid his life and his sacrifice uh, to try to save as many people as possible in the North Tower. Um, remembering that sad day, folks, I lived in New York City. I lived on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. I lived in a small apartment building on the fifth floor, a very small studio, probably no bigger than an average hotel room, on the corner of Canal and Broadway, just some eight, nine blocks away from the towers. I felt horror, fear. I I, I felt bitterness. I felt anger. I felt frustration. I felt guilt. I felt all those emotions that you would feel in an environment that was put in, in, in place. I felt it all. Now, the guilt I'm going to go right here, Sus. 
I felt like I could have done a lot more to possibly help. Yeah. The, you know, it just uh, the words, you know, uh, like I said, it, it affected my life and it still does to this day. Yeah. And <clears throat> I think it's I think it's truly important to remember that. Um, I'm just lost at words um, because that. I, I don't really, I can't, I cannot really relate uh, because first of all, I was not in America at that time. Uh, we were in a more of a hostile, we were in more of a war zone, so I can't really um, relate. I, I don't really have much to say to that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure, you know, some of the environment that you experienced was similar to the environment that we experienced 21 years ago in New York City. A very sad and scary time in America. Yeah. And also, like, well, the, one of the environments that I also remember, uh, kind of not, I shouldn't say it was cor- correlating to 9-11, but it was uh, when the school in Vladikaskov, about two blocks away, got burned down, uh, where the Russian military and the, uh, the Chechnyans boarded up the school and over 410 students died and 210 teachers died in 2004. That's a, that's a mo- as close as I can get to remember. Yeah. That was yeah. a sad time. It was a sad time. Savage Unfiltered. I want to go over some of these, um, uh, these timestamps that I, that I, um, that I will never forget. And I'm going to go by the ta- time st- stamps here, folks, that, um, uh, right around 10.29 a.m. Um, showed a very, uh, pretty much a, uh, a terrifying scene in New York City uh, where they showed desperate people fleeing the chaotic area, spreading into Broadway and Greenwich, west in Liberty Streets. A dense, hurtful Mizama of dust, literally blankets over lower Manhattan at this time. Folks, there, there, there are no words to explain this. Around 1030, New York Governor George E. Pataki, I can never pronounce his name, uh, declares a state of emergency. About 11 minutes later, the president, George W. Bush, is aboard Air Force One which is headed towards Jacksonville to join up with jets providing air cover on the phone from a protected area of the white house. Vice president Cheney presses Bush to not return quickly to Washington. 10, 1046 U S secretary of state Colin Powell cut short his trip to Latin America to return to the United States. 1050 Nerves around the Pentagon as rumors spread that there is a second attack plane coming. Roughly about 1053, New York's prime elections now, folks, are postponed. The primaries in in New York City are closed. The first time in recorded history of a lifetime that this has affected New York City's primary uh, elections. And then the last time stamp... 
I'm going to give because these timestamps, folks, hit people very, very hard and very, very personally. Around 1054, Israel evacuates all diplomatic missions. Now, there's more more timestamps, folks, but uh, you can actually look at all these in the book that uh, Mr. Rudy Giuliani had written, uh, which came out of the uh, company Life entitled One Nation, America Remembers, September 11, 2001, uh, written uh, through the vision of Mayor Rudolph W. Giuliani. Sas, um, an act of war of a lot of people calling this 9-11, what do you see of this 21 years later? Like, has it brought the nation together 21 years later? Uh, well, I can remember with some of the experience that I experienced firsthand that when I was 19 years old living in, in lower, lower Manhattan. Uh, I remember people more united than ever. I don't remember hatred. I don't remember seeing violence. I do not remember seeing biased media outlets. I do not re- I do not remember seeing any of the rhetoric on social media. I mean social yeah. media really didn't exist back then. We had social media but it, there was only one network and that was if everybody remembers clearly MySpace. Yeah. I don't remember seeing any of that sauce. No. <clears throat> And it's interesting because from learning history, um, I know that America has were Americans were united uh, together, you know, where they were Ukrainian flag. So that's one thing that I don't really understand, especially during this time and how uh, Madison is doing a special ceremony to commence what's going on in Ukraine, not what's going on 21 years ago. Yeah. Well, I was just about to bring up this segment, but I'll wait here. I'll I'll, I'll answer what you said. What, what, what were you saying against us? So, where did the disconnect go? Because we should be memorize, we should be remembering what happened today. Not only to the families that over four thousand, over three thousand families plus, and not yeah. that, but what happened to the the ambassador in Benghazi, you know. What what happened to the sentiment? And now where we have to do a commem- commencement of Ukraine instead of uh, instead of worrying about the American people, what happened 21 years ago? I think the disconnect um, of what I can probably call it, I think it happened just – and folks, uh, this this is my own personal opinion, please. I, I, I'm not here to offend anybody. I, I'm really not. You know, uh, Like I said, this today is going to be looked at on a lot of different angles. You, know, you, you really can't get upset with anybody. And if you are upset, then maybe this show is not for you or this episode is not for you. And I respect that. Um, but uh, it needs to be addressed. I, I do. I do believe that sauce. It needs to be addressed. Um, where where the disconnect went? Uh, I think it happened uh, during the middle of the two thousands, uh, yeah. where people were very angry, not only with themselves but with society of how our nation is becoming. Um, we're losing the patriotism. We're losing the conservatism. We're losing the united part 
of the states of America. We're becoming a very selfish nation. Yeah. And I think that com- basically completes it to its accuracy. We're, we're more self-centered now. We're, we're, we're very selfish as a nation, Sauce. Yeah. Extremely selfish. Well, because it's interesting because reports are coming out saying that Joe Biden once blamed is blaming the MAGA Republicans for the situation we're in. Yeah, I seen that last week, and I think that is arrogant, and that what he's and see that's see that's the other thing that I have. Okay, at what point do you say enough? Okay, so at the okay, so here's another thing that I have a problem with. Okay, you're coming up on a very sacred holiday, the American people that touches a chord to the American holiday. Okay, part of my language. Okay, this is going. This is going. What's what's that, Sasha? Hell out of me. Would you tell your president? Come together in unity as one nation under God, not 
come together as, oh, you know what? Wow, this is bag of Republicans. You know, this is their fault why this happened. No, stop fucking blaming other people. Just as a president, come together, have some sort of brains and just say, okay, you know what, America? Let's wave our American flag in together as one nation under God. I mean, come on, folks. Sorry, I'm getting yeah. defeated. No, no, I understand your I I understand your demeanor. It's it's it's, it's getting uh, old. It's, it's getting old it really. It's getting really old uh undermining and and pissing off one side of America because at one point you can do that all you want. What you're doing is what the Biden administration is doing is that he is poking the bear. Okay? But the bear is going to eventually wake up and when it wakes up it's going to bite back. You know, and at what point and I hate to say it but it's going to bite back at midterms because you can't you can't. Then you're using that deplorable statement that Hillary Clinton used right before Benghazi happened. You know, you're yeah. using that statement. And what happened? Four Americans had to pass away in a brutal onslaught that should have not that should have been prevented. Oh, what difference does it make? Her famous statement that just pissed the hell out of me. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know it's a Sunday. I'm sorry. I'm very just. This is a very no, it, moment. It's all right, Sauce. I get it. I, uh, I. Uh... I, I don't know. You know, the whole MAGA Republicans, the <clears throat> excuse me, the. Uh, uh, you know, with the Benghazi thing with Hillary, it's it, you go to question like you go to question to us. Are these people really for for America? Are they for you know, are they for America or are they for a fucking third world nation? Because, I mean, you know, again, folks, I know it's Sunday. We're not supposed to cuss on Sunday, but you know what? I, I'm going to show my anger here on the show because it pisses me the fuck off that yes. we become a nation line and and. and and we're looked at as a laughing stock on the damn world stage. Every country in the world is laughing at us. And and, and we're supposed to be the most powerful nation in the freaking world. And we're looked at as a freaking banana republic because we have freaking leadership that would rather put us last and put other people first. Yes, I understand that this land is full, full of opportunities and it's for everybody in this world. And guess what, folks? Did you ever hear this one expression? One expression by the late, great Winston Churchill. And also, too, by the Queen Elizabeth. I know people, they look at the, at the King of Queen with demise. I can respect Jimmy the Rant's uh, view on it to an extent. But here's my, here's my view, okay? I'm sorry, Jimmy. I hope I'm not offending you, buddy, if you're going to listen to this episode right after the uh, recording's over. But here's my sentiment on this, okay? Whether you agree with the King of Queen, whether you agree with the, 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 that form of democracy in folks without that democracy we would not be a country we would not be the united states of america because guess what we fled from that crap sauce we fled yep. from that oppression and that oppression we've made this country our own and guess what i am tired of seeing people shit on this country so damn much that they're willing to destroy it winston churchill said this and i'm going to quote this sauce and then i'll give you the floor if you want to say anything here yeah. winston churchill said that this is the last country, the last country of sovereignty, freedom, and liberty. If we lose it, there is no other country on the face of this planet that we can reestablish this as another nation. Couldn't I couldn't agree more. Yeah, and and here's another thing that pisses me off. Okay, I understand that this whole king and queen. I understand. But there's a reason why we have history, because we have to go, because it makes us what this country is great. 
We bring patriotism because we learn from our mistakes. We bring patriotism. We have the American flag so we don't repeat what happened in England. But even they have learned from their mistakes. So, and the fact that we have people, like, blaming one side or the other. Okay, I'm sorry. If you don't really like this country, just get the fuck out of this country. Because why don't you worry, why don't you bring in pro-patriotic people that love this country? Like, for instance, I do. I bleed red, white, and blue. Because I have not only served this country, but I've been fighting for our freedoms. And it's getting undermined by by the satanic, demonic people that fucking hate this country. And I think that we owe them everything. And that, oh, poor me, poor me. You know, let's worry about me, 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 me. Not let's worry about your brother and sister that might have a broken tire. You see this goddamn thing all over the place. I'm sorry. I'm swearing. I'm sorry. I'm frustrated. But I'm just sick and tired. I had, I'm headed up to here with the lack of patriotism. And the, the, the division among Americans is so divisive. It's not even funny. You know, oh yeah, we're, we're literally sauce. We're we're becoming a nation. Like if if we do not get ourselves together, we're gonna lose it all. We're gonna lose it all. I want to go into a segment here with Sauce that he came in uh, shortly, about twenty minutes ago, into the conversation uh, with Jimmy uh, the Rant and I. And I'm sorry, Jimmy's not on the show anymore, folks. He was we he lost connection. He actually said that uh, he's he's going between Jersey and Philly, and I think that's where he lost the connection. Uh, bad reception in that area. I know that area area very well, and there's a lot of bad reception there. But um, uh, you know, there was a conversation uh, between, and I hope I you know I hope you don't mind I go here on the show, but it needs to be addressed. Us um, uh, basically at social media, where uh, the 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 division right now on social media is out of control. Sauce. Oh yes control i seen it earlier today on Soslin's uh um page on on his social media uh page where the people are literally showing so much dangerous rhetoric yep i said this to sauce off the air having an argument is one thing but going into a type of conversation in that argument is another yeah, I, I, I've never seen so much crap in my life. The type of dangerous it's 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 it, it, the rhetoric is dangerous, sauce. It's it's beyond dangerous. It's extreme. Yeah, and you know what's even more extreme is that you're seeing it within these so-called Republican figures. The like so-called for, Republican figures. So, for instance, um, Brock Maddox who is out of Wisconsin, who runs Wisconsin Freedom Fighters, who's all about freedom and it's all about like preserving this country. He showed his true colors, yes, his true colors last night when he when he stated that, you know, while she was satanic and stuff and that you're showing a lot of true colors when people like start putting um, that kind of scary rhetoric. And it's from both sides. So you're truly seeing that this country is really becoming divided at a deep core subject. And this and this yeah. it's very psychotic. And I've gotten a lot of feedback from all sorts of people messaging me from uh, Wales. I have uh, people in England that's just blown up my messaging and state that what they're seeing is a complete circus and it's complete, absolutely disrespectful beyond uh, to the Queen Elizabeth, to her passing that they can't wait 10 days after 10 days in the morning to like show their frustration 
and I'm just, I'm like, I, I, I'm lost at words. Even my own family has contacted me from England and said that, wow, this has become, your country's become a joke. And I said, well, I'm sorry. I can't really help that. It's where this country's at. Yeah. Uh, again, folks, if we lose this country, there's no other country on this planet that we can mimic off to create a better nation. There's no other, there's no other country, folks. This is the last uh, remaining uh, of a utopia of a paradise that we call America. There's no other nation on this planet. Trust me, folks, by I say this, I'm not just saying it to say it. Sas, right? There's no other no. land in this world to recreate. No. We're the last remaining sovereignty. Yep. And I don't know what more we have to do. What more do we, and this is where I have to say, this is the last beacon light of hope. A lot of people come to this country looking for hope, looking for uh, freedom, looking to live the American dream. And now it's, it breaks my heart to know that when they come to this country now, they have to fight for this country again. Like I addressed to, the, like I addressed to a, a huge rally on Friday night. I said, I have fled communism to only fight communism again in America. But this time around, I don't think I'll be able to make it fully through um, through fighting through this communism because people will undermine you. It might be your best friend. It might be your enemy. It might be your same political party that you agree with. That you're probably not go they're going to physically and harm, attack you and stuff for what you believe. And it shows that you can't be too patriotic even in, in, even in America. That if you're too patriotic, they go after you. And yeah. considered a white supremacist. Well, you know what? Maybe we should. You know what, Michael? You know what you and I should do? Maybe we'll get some better friends. We why don't we start posting? Why don't we just start posting? You know why I hate America so much. Maybe we'll get a book deal from CNN or something like that. I'm being sarcastic, by the way. Yeah, you you won't see me. They could they could offer me every damn offer in the world. I will never sell out my country. Never sell no. out my country. I was being sarcastic. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I understand. I understand where you were going at. But, folks, I I'll say it again, and I'll say it to the cows come home. You can offer me every offer in the world. I will never sell out my country. I will never become a turncoat. I will never become radicalized. I will never become un-American. I will always support this country until my last breath. I will continue yes. fighting for freedom. I will continue fighting for liberty. I will continue fighting for the American dream. The American dream is still alive. It's still alive. It's just basically being uh, held in shackles right now by by very evil people that hate this country. Yep. And and the only way I'm going to give up my freedom is the moment that I get to cross that finish line and I get to meet Jesus. Other than that, I'm still fighting for freedom and I'm not going to give up. Yeah. And like I said, you know, uh, maybe maybe this episode folks wasn't for you today. I I did I did remind the listeners folks I did remind you guys that this episode will, will be very sincere, will be sad, but yet very frustrating at times because all four of us today that was on this show, myself, Soslin, Jimmy the Rant, and Joseph, have different sides of how we viewed 9-11 21 years ago. Some of it made us you know, put in a personal type of corner. Some of us made it made us very angry some of it made us very bitter some of it made us very sad we all come from all different walks of life sauce and, and and you know just because somebody's upset with something 
that's their own personal demeanor. Let yep. it go, folks. Let it go. Some of the stuff you see on social media, half of that shit shouldn't even be aired on social media. Yep. I know this country, Sauce, is fighting through the bitterness and turmoil. I see it. I see people crying out every single day saying that there is so much potential in the United States of America. So much of this. So much of that. I, I know people are hurt. Yep. And this and country's going to a point where it's going to be this country's going to be at a point where we're going to be going through a major change. And I feel like midterms will be the break that might just break the camel's back. You see it in Wisconsin. You see it. I mean, Wisconsin is the forefront of it. Wisconsin might just. I mean, we are so. I mean, talk about. I mean, the reason why I focus on Wisconsin is because you know, in the next coming episodes, we're going to come out with an episode talking about what really happened in the Capitol, like with the committee hearing. That might just break the camel's back with the findings and with this midterms in Wisconsin, because it's not only Wisconsin, but it's within America that you know, there's people are waking up and starting to realize that the government has been going after them, and it's been very sickening what the government's been doing, and people are sick and tired and fed up with it, and stating, I thought you guys were uh, along with us. I thought you guys were patriotic. I thought you guys love us, and I thought you guys were, you know, you guys want to help better this nation, but... Yeah, apparently not. Uh, hold that thought, Sas. I got to get a quick break in here, guys. I I, I want to remind the listeners that um, uh, tuning into this um, the fifteenth actually, uh, we had a really good conversation uh, earlier this morning uh, before we aired this episode. I had a conversation with the Therapy Twins, uh, Joan and Jane. Uh, they were, I gotta say, uh, a very comical type of uh, you know. Uh, women uh they're identical it was hard to tell them apart you know uh they both look alike uh, but guys you, you want to check out that full episode um uh it was pre-recorded uh it will be launching this upcoming 15th uh the reason why we're airing it four days later uh is because due to the type of shows that are coming up uh we have some shows coming up uh this monday or tomorrow um sauce and i are going to have a show uh about the um the type of crap that's affecting the state of Wisconsin tomorrow. You want to tune into that. Uh, uh, Shortly after that on Tuesday, we're going to have an episode uh, with another gentleman, another author, another writer, Uh, getting a lot of author and writers on the show. It's it's great. Uh, I love seeing different backgrounds of, uh, you know, books and writers and authors and everything else. So tune into that on Tuesday. Um, And then also too, later in the week, we're going to have a gentleman coming in, uh, from the uk uh he is a scientist uh that will be uh wednesday folks so tune in on wednesday and then friday uh we're going to have a woman explaining her story about a uh a car crash that affected her life um literally i mean but you know it's just tremendous tremendous amount of uh guests coming on the show 